This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're about to launch into a Mad Wednesday Joy podcast. You're on Mad Wednesdays on Joy 94.9 and they started in Warrandyte and went all around the world. I'm talking about the Chesky brothers who have been doing live gigs all around the world and doing so much. And Brendan is joining me from the band here on the show. How are you going? I'm good, Dean. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, look, it's an absolute pleasure. Now, we've uh, got you on to talk to us today because on Friday last week, uh, you all released a album, CD, so many different ways in which it came out, of you performing live at the Forum last November at your sold-out shows. We did. Um, It's been a while coming and there's been a few sort of, uh, you know, hiccups as far as (laughs) a release plan, obviously with the current circumstances, but we're very happy to have it out and I know it's not the same as a real live show, but hopefully it's, uh, you know, it can provide people with a little bit of respite from the from the isolation well there's something pretty cool about the fact that you've actually you know recorded your show this is something you already had in the works because you had your sold out show at the forum last november and that must have been pretty amazing performing at such an iconic melbourne venue yeah um it's you know like we all have grown up seeing bands play there and it's always sort of been in the back of our minds as a bit of a pipe dream so to actually see it come to fruition and not only play uh, you know, sold out shows there, but to record a live album is definitely a milestone for all of us. Now, you all approached a pretty interesting way to do that recording because you recorded it on tape, uh, which isn't what everyone normally does nowadays. Yeah, that's right. Um, and for good reason, because it's a, it's a pain in the butt. Um, <laughs> it's very difficult and finicky. It's a lot like having an old, like an old car, you know, like with a carburetor and naturally aspirated and... Like, it's cool and you love it, but it floods all the time and it chews through the gas and, you know, it's it's a labour of love kind of thing, but it does create a certain sound and atmosphere in the recording, I think. Do you think it it gives another edge to the live recording? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, when we first started talking about the idea, you know, we were sort of like, well, you know, we don't just want to do you know, another live recording for the set. Like, in this day and age, like, with uh, social media and YouTube, like, there's there's live stuff available everywhere. So yeah. we didn't want to just do something for the sake. Like, it had to be different and have a quality to it that kind of, you know, made it stand out and sort of, you know, be something that uh, people could kind of... It just, yeah, it had to have a little extra something to it. It couldn't yeah. just be, you know, all right, there's a recording of the show, put that out, there you go. It's, you know, we wanted it to be a kind of an immersive experience for the people listening to the vinyl at home. And, well, you just mentioned vinyl. That's one of the things that I'm a little bit pumped about uh, because, you know, you can get it on vinyl, CD, and on all digital services. One of the things I think that's great about the way you did this was sound. I've been doing a lot of clearing out and sorting out of my home while I've been uh, home isolating, and I've fixed up my record player, and that's one of the first things I thought when I read this press release was, this is awesome because I can actually get the record. And, and for me, I mean, I know we've got music everywhere now and we can access it in all these different ways, but when artists such as yourselves create different avenues than just being able to listen to your music on your phone. I'm one of those people that want to grab that. You know, I want to hear it that way, the way that I grew up listening to music. Yeah, and we're very much the same. Like, you know, like I, when I was young, you know, when you're little and you you get the album and you look at the cover and you feel yeah. the you feel the cardboard and the 
smell of it and you look at all the pictures on the inside and you get this little, you create this whole world in your mind about, you know, what it might've been like. And yeah, I think it's as much as part of the experience as listening to the music. So we're all, um, yeah, we're all still really into that medium. Obviously, uh, you know, streaming ha- is just a whole other thing, which has been amazing for us. Yeah. Uh, as far as it gives you the opportunity to get your music, you know, to reach a far greater audience and to, you know, get into places that you probably wouldn't otherwise. Um, but yeah, we're, we're definitely, that's always the kind of the front of our minds, yeah. just thinking about that whole experience, you know, unwrapping the vinyl and cracking it out and the weight of it and just everything. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't know. It's, it's something that I still have VHSs. It's something that my family think is crazy, but I just, I get such a kick out of it. Now, you were just speaking about streaming and music and other platforms. Now, um, while you've all been physically distancing and in isolation, you've gone from live gigs running around all over the world and suddenly now, because of COVID-19, that's changed everything and and musicians and everyone are a little bit grounded. But you've all been doing uh, stay-at-home, slow virtual tours, doing live shows and uh, doing live performances at different times. What's that been like? To go from one extreme Um, to another? Yeah, well... (laughs) I mean, without trying to sound flippant about the severity, uh, you know, of the current situation in the world, um, I think a bit of time to just be still and in the one place has been pretty good for us, to be honest, because, yeah, I mean, we've we've been running around for quite a while now. It's just a different mode, you know? It's it's not better, it's not worse. It's just, it's an apples oranges thing. It's, It's like you say, it's like comparing vinyl to streaming. It's there's, there's arguments for, for both things. Um, and, you know, Josh did a streaming performance last week, I think it was. You can definitely tell that people are really itching to to engage with live music. Oh, so, God, we are. <laughs> we really are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, e- even in a limited capacity, I think people are still, like, really happy to engage in whatever way they can. And artists alike, I think, are happy to engage in whatever way they can. So it's it's been great to see people coming up with creative ways of, of trying to, you know, think outside of the box and stay connected. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess that's one of the awesome things about the Live at Forum release that you released last Friday because we can sit down, for everyone who missed out being able to come to your concert because it was sold out in Melbourne last November, we can sit down and listen to it all in the forum. Performing live is is what you guys do. Uh, It's what you're a part of. But was there any nervousness about doing this live recording this way in case everything just went tits up? Not so much. uh, I mean, like... I mean, recording to tape, we kind of went into it expecting that it would, you know, like... We kind of, <laughs> It'd we all kind just of go wrong and what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, like, we kind of had the attitude, if we come away from this with nothing, well, then it's like, you know, like, we didn't tell anyone we were doing this, so if it didn't work, you just, you know, you wouldn't hear, you just wouldn't hear about it. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, we're no strangers to tape. Like, we've been recording to tape uh, for all of our albums, mm. so we're well aware that, you know, that was a definite possibility. And to be honest, like, it did, like... Every night was a different, uh, like something screwed up every night. Um, but luckily, over the four nights, we were able to kind of piece together. Um, a whole show. You know, the, yeah, and you know, if it wasn't, um, if it wasn't the tape running out or a microphone crapping out or something oversaturating, it was you know, someone in the audience yells out something right in the wrong spot, and we we're sort of like, eh. Don't know if we can have that, in, you know. So yeah. <laughs> it was a, you know, it was a bit of a jigsaw piece as far as finding 
the best bits and also the bits that actually recorded. Um, but yeah, the end result is is you know Teske Brothers live at the Swan. Yeah, which is absolutely awesome. Like it's just pre- it's pretty exciting, and it's absolutely great. So it's out now. It was released uh, on Friday, uh, and it's out for all of us to be able to listen to. I'm looking forward to getting the vinyl, so I can just sit back and and hear it that way. I think it's it's pretty cool and and great that you did you've done it and put all that work in. But also some pretty exciting news is that you guys have been nominated for three APRA awards, which in a week and a half uh, you're going to find out uh, how that went. That's the breakthrough song. Songwriter of the Year, uh, Most Performed Blues and Roots Work, and Song of the Year for I Get Up. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's going to be a streaming ceremony on May 26th, but that must be pretty awesome to uh, just keep being able to move forward even in isolation. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was actually. It kind of came as a a bit of a surprise, that one, because it wasn't on our radar as far as, yeah, I guess when all of this started happening, um, it was, you know, uh, receiving any sort of awards was the last thing on our mind. So, um, it's been really nice to, to be nominated. And I think it's just also really cool to kind of, to have a sense of you know, some sort of normalcy and that things are still moving and that the industry's not frozen. Yeah. So I think it's really cool that APRA is still, has found a way to move forward with it and yeah, and to go online and, and to make it work. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to tune in and, and do my, uh, my streaming uh, red carpet walk at my house. <laughs> it's absolutely awesome. And it's awesome that we've got Live at the Forum released out as well. Good luck with the APRA Awards. And are you just itching and ready to ready to get back into live gigs though? I mean, isolation is one thing and downtime is one thing, but are you raring to go? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think every musician is. Um, we, Me and Liam were lucky enough to get in a studio a couple of days ago and that was really enough for us to kind of really remember how much we love playing together. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's too early to tell what's going to happen, but yes, as soon as we get the green light, you bet your bottom dollar that we'll be back out there. Brilliant. Well, I look forward to hearing it and I look forward to hearing live at the forum of the Chesky brothers. Brendan, thank you so much for talking to us today. We really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me on. You're on Mad Wednesdays on Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a Mad Wednesday Joy podcast, driving you home and keeping you sane for your hump day. Live every Wednesday from 4 on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.